Hello listeners, my name is Emanuela Tijani. I am happy to be here today. I'd like to share my career story with you and uh, I'm really excited to do so. Um, um, I've been working for about six years now and um, it's exciting to share my journey with you as a Christian girl. It's not common for you to hear you know the stories of people like you who i'm sure are listening to this podcast um talk about their journeys as believers and children of god so i'm here to do that today and really i'm going to be sharing with you my life in those less than six years or a bit more if you count my internship which i'm going to start with okay so I'd always like to start my career story with my internship. And the reason, as you will see, is that there are so many vital lessons to be picked from that time of my life. I would always say that my first job was as an intern. You know, I would always say that that is my first real job. And it was in 2011, you know, we were in university and we had been given this form it's for those of us who are from nigeria and are familiar with you know the practices in universities around here you know there is something called CWS, which we popularly call it and it was time to do that so i was really just looking out for somewhere to get that done and also get my logbook filled so essentially for those who do not live in nigeria or are not familiar with this practice it simply means that you are required to find a company to have an internship experience at and then they fill your logbook which you know it's a book where they show what you have learned and also affirm that you've been with them for a certain period of time so it usually happens in 200 level or 300 level in some universities so in 2011 i came back home for that program and i was looking for somewhere to to, you know, I was looking for an internship position. One faithful day, I walk into my neighbor's house, and my neighbor is not any of you know the important people that you know. I have never been a rich girl, sort of quote unquote. I, you know, I was born to parents who I'd say were average at some point, you know, and all that. So I walk into my neighbor's house, and my neighbor called my native name. He said. And Tinker, you know, and of course we spoke in Pidgin language, what you would call vernacular. He said, And Tinker, what thing you they do for house? And I simply said, You know that uh, I define some way to do to do ITU. And he then went on to ask me, You would like do one for bank? I was really taken aback. I was like, Okay, what is he driving at? In my mind, I was like, Do do you really have connections in the bank? And he pulls out his phone, speaks in his language. I think he's from Kogi I remember very well and after that particular call he says my brother say make you come tomorrow say you go start you go do one small interview if you pass you go start and I was shocked so long story short I go to his brother the next day his brother works at a commercial bank in Lagos and the brother directed me to the head office said he has spoken to someone in the human resources team and i was to go there and write a test and if i pass i would just get in it looked too easy but you know i was really grateful 
one key lesson that you take at this point because i'll be sharing lessons as i go on one key lesson that you take from this point is actually that you need relationships with people you need to build relationships with people you know in your networking class or networking master class or your networking books that you read you have all these tips that sound like black and white you know four steps to building a rich network and all of that but you see that sometimes you're following these steps and you are not getting it right you know the thing is you necessarily do not build relationships because network a good network is about building good relationships with people and except you genuinely care or are interested about in people you rarely can build a good relationship with them so first of all regardless of what you've been taught in your networking class you just need to care about people you need to you know you need to be friendly you need to build a good relationship with them and some of these people are not the typical people that you aim to that you that are your key targets in all of these networking classes that you attend some of them might just be another neighbor down the street or your list you know where you least expect and that was the case of my neighbor so i go for this test and then i write a test but that day because i've never walked into an office before you know that's i've never walked into a corporate space so i was really jittery and i was shaking so when they gave me a computer to type out what would be my test you know superscript subscripts and all of those complicated things as at that time on a word document i couldn't finish it on time so the person said oh no we can't take you as our intern you couldn't type this within xyz minutes so was uh, sorry i was really disappointed on that day because i really felt that this was one opportunity i could have grabbed and what would i tell my dad everyone you know was looking forward to me coming back and telling them about how it went and how i was successful because it was a major major opportunity i, I mean no, no member of my family that i know has worked in a bank you know so then it was something really prestigious for them and i really thought about the disappointment it would cause my family and while the person was walking me back to the elevator he stopped briefly on you know the what you called veranda and the hallway and he spoke to a colleague you know like in a, in, uh, he said it jokingly and told the colleague are you looking for an intern you know as if to say do you want rejected intern and she looked at me and took interest in my height i think it was my stature that really caught her eyes and she was like you're really small so i'm i'm a four feet nine now so imagine what i would have been then you know she said you're really small what's your name and how old are you so i told her i told her my age i think then i was 19 I think and I told her my age and my name and she said she really liked the sound of my voice and then she took me to her office everyone heard me speak and they said they love me and voila I got that opportunity I was really happy and so you'd see in my journey when I say that my biggest sponsor in my career has been God it's not another cliche to make you think that I'm spiritual or one very serious of course I'm serious in my work with God but it's not to advertise that or to make you think that oh you know or have one reverence or something but 
really god has been my biggest career sponsor and you see it as i go on you know in in, in my journey and share my testimony with you so i got into this commercial bank as an intern i started working in that particular department funny enough months later after i got that role in that particular department the ones who rejected me came back to them and you know told them one day that they wanted me back but you know story for another day but i start working in this department as an intern and i gave it my all i won't even lie i gave it my all you know as much as i could with the knowledge i had then um i gave it everything i could so it also takes me to one of the biggest lesson that keeps recurring from that particular time during my internship to the time to this day which is apply yourself apply yourself work hard give every opportunity you get your best shot always contribute at your highest levels it is common to see many people get a job and forget all the time that they spent looking for job you know every opportunity you get give it your all i'm always saying to everyone who cares to listen no sideline behavior when you are in a workplace no sideline behavior and it's common to hear people say things like i cannot kill myself and funny enough i seem to think that the opposite of i can't kill myself is not to literally kill yourself but actually most times it is to work with commitment to work with diligence to work with excellence like to do more than the minimum requirements there's so many people in the workplace who are just doing all they can to barely get by and get paid at the end of the month so my internship i'm not sure you know what what helped me but i gave it my all and i you know i did many things that a regular intern won't do you know to the glory of god i really thank god because i'm not sure i had one i had attended one conference where i was taught but it just happened that i gave my all and everyone really liked me as if i say so myself so outside the main work you know the work of the organization i was really friendly with everyone i would you know really buy stuff for them when it was time to do that they'll send me to do stuff but that was not all the work there was i when it comes to the job i would also do it the way i could so internship ended and i went back to school happy because my logbook has been filled right so school continued and it was time to actually look for a real job <laughs> after school okay so actually let's backtrack a little so after school in nigeria you're supposed to serve your fatherland like serve in a program called national youth service corps so you're going to it's a one-year compulsory service period where you're posted to states in the country and then you are posted to maybe a school a hospital you know depending on what you studied so that you could use your knowledge to actually work and you get paid a stipend at the end of it so during nyc i learned how to make bags and after learning how to make bags i started teaching other core members how to do so after nysc i went back home and was hoping for a job but the job wasn't forthcoming i you know tried my best and they were rumors or you know talks about how if you do not have contact here and there you can't get a job but still i applied to random job openings and this is where i paused to say to share another lesson with you which is 
do not accept societal and cultural preconditions you know there are many things that people say about how you know you can't do this if you haven't done that if you don't know someone you can't get a good job but i remember that i was just applying randomly and i would later get an opportunity to interview at, a, at another bank then but that job didn't come very quickly so i spent some months at home and after i got tired i told my parents that i would be going back to oyo state nigeria where i served you know so that i could at least go and continue teaching core members who were interested in learning bag making and making the little money i could because as a then things went down south for my parents they weren't as you know they weren't doing as well as they used to so i needed to really help i'm the first daughter of my family so i needed to really help out so i went back started training people got paid what i you know the little money that people pay in exchange for that knowledge which is where skills are very very handy and helpful so i started teaching people and i was still hoping for a job because what i got you know was barely enough to keep my expense you know to help me with my expenses and also send some things to my parents and all so i i i kept on applying to organizations here and there and then i was i was invited to interview at another bank not the same bank i interned with i went through all the process i read a test i did x i read essays you know you know the normal way now that we do here almost like five steps at the last stage when i was very hopeful for a job i got to meet the chief human resources officer face to face and i interviewed i got home very hopeful for a congratulatory message or something like that and few days later i had a familiar notification you know on my phone and i rushed to it cuz every email was important when you're looking for a job every email is important so i opened this email really happy because you know i could see that it was from the same person who was my key contact person at that bank and i excitedly opened the message that i reading and you know read all these fancy excuses that companies give when they want to tell you bad news but at the end of it they said you know we're sorry you know you're a very great candidate yeah right i'm a great candidate and you didn't pick me but anyways story short they didn't pick me and i was almost devastated or scratch out almost it was back to the drawing board for me at that time so i the company where i interned the bank where i interned you know my people there the people i worked with i had still kept that contact with them so i was always reaching out to them to know when opportunities open for for recruitment and they would always let me know so there was an ongoing recruitment but i had shelved it aside because it was taking months to conclude and i was really hoping that this other bank would pick me but when they didn't i was really praying that the other bank where i interned would actually get back to me to let me know what the next steps are luckily enough few days after i got my rejection email and really that story about the rejection email was to encourage anyone who might be looking for a job now i know how harrowing it might be and how stressful and frustrating it might be however i just want you to keep hope alive it will happen one day it will really really happen and when you just start the job and you know from there move companies switch companies you're just going to look back and remember all those days and which is what it is for me now 
so this company this bank where i interned they got back to me and i continued the recruitment process i finally got a job there really happy it was one of the happiest days really happy i got a job as a graduate trainee we started training school and really if you look at my journey from going back to teach bag making to hoping for a job and then finally getting one what you'd learn is that the path to success is never a straight line some people get out of school and the next day they're working somewhere some people don't even attend the matriculation and they're already getting offers from companies you know it's not a straight line you just might go from here to here it might be a zigzag really and so i got this job got into training school at the gram i got into training school and then at training school it was a whole lot of fun and one key lesson i learned in training school was that it's quite important for you to have the courage to stand up for your ideas and values so i've always been an outspoken person my mother called me margaret thatcher right from when i was young coincidentally in training school somebody called me margaret thatcher out of the blues and i was wondering why did my mommy call me margaret thatcher right from when i was a kid and then a teacher is randomly calling me one now and i made a mental note that i was going to read the biography from of margaret thatcher i haven't done so till date but it's something i'll still do i really don't know where the connection is from but i knew that in training school i would stand up ask questions when i felt i had a question speak up because i've never been known to be one to to be timid or not stand up and really share her thoughts so i got different comments you know from doing just that and people would just tell me you know different sorts of things but that was who i i was and who i still am so i'll stand up and speak up so really you just have the you just need to have the courage to share your ideas and your values and be known for something it is easier for you to stand out from a pack or from a group of people if you are known for something so people knew me for being outspoken being energetic and all of those things and you know after training school it was evident because when i would be called you know as part of a particular special graduate associate program which is a different story entirely you know i i heard the particular remark from the person who was announcing the names and said you know you are small but mighty you this lady this girl is a very outspoken one she's this and that you know it just showed me that people really knew me for who i was and who i still am so really just have the courage to stand up for your ideas and your values and in training school something significant i'm not going to gloss over is the fact that we're told at the beginning of training school that you know you only have they're, they're only going to pick the first five people i think to join a special graduate associate program and it, we were all really working hard to be part of those people because what it means is that you will have a sort of an accelerated accelerated career on the graduation day the names were called out and before the names were called out we were told that they have decided to increase the number to 7 and ladies and brethren i was number 7 so that's another miracle on its own again remember god has been my greatest career sponsor ever so i got into the you know the graduate training program i got 
into the graduate associate program which is more like an accelerated career program and you know we started the journey of the main job like welcome to your career and that was in 2015 you know so i was posted somewhere to work as a customer experience management personnel aka customer service you know these are the people that you see when you walk into a bank you know they're there ready to listen to your complaint you shout at them when you're not in the mood you speak to them gently when you are you know those people and after working there for a while i was posted somewhere else to work as a relationship manager you know i worked in various um, places before i was posted to work as an executive assistant to a senior executive within the bank and from there i moved to my current role still as an executive assistant but in a slightly different capacity right so all through the less than six years what would i say that are the biggest lessons that i have learned one of them would be to do your current job well you know many of us get fixated on what we want to be in the future or what we might be capable of in the future we get fixated on our future aspiration that we don't focus on doing the now very well. So I would say, do your current job well. Remember when I said in the beginning, apply yourself. Give yourself to what you are doing. It really shows. It really shows. You know, people are watching and it really shows. One more thing I would say is that you need to just build a reputation for yourself. Because sometimes in a career world, who people you who people know you to be is stronger than who you think you really are so perception is very strong when you come to the workplace perception is very strong which leads me to one of the things that i see might be quite overlooked in today's world you know great attitudes are almost underrated in my opinion because I think that one of the things that also stood me out was having a good attitude. People would always say that I am likable, but these are not really things that I, you know, it wasn't that I read a book. I'm, I'm a voracious reader, but it wasn't just these books that helped me. You know, I started, I'm a Christian and that has affected how I relate with people. It affects how I relate to people, how I do my job, you know, how I share feedback, how I do things in the workplace. So really, when you imbibe the life of Christ, it is easy to see that you stand out. That character, there's a change that happens. It's by the Holy Spirit. It's just clear to people. So there are many people who underrate having a good attitude and character. And you hear things like rebel talent and all of those things. And, you know, it's cool to be snobbish and have one stinky attitude these days especially for millennials you know but really you just have to keep on a good attitude and when you're a christian it even comes more easily because the holy spirit is at work in you you know and that's what has really helped me one more thing i'll say which i you know among other lessons is for you to do your job with excellence and if i would say that you should learn something as a young professional i would say learn four key skills Depending on what your company needs per time, because I'm, all, I'm a strong believer in applying yourself. I would say learn writing, learn presentation, 
learn research and learn reporting because really when you are when you are when you're a young employee these are many of the things that your seniors would want you to do for them and it's in how thoroughly you do them that you get noticed and really get more opportunities so i'll say really really learn these four basics another lesson that i learned you know in this short period of working is that someone is watching and i've said this earlier you know someone is watching do not think that you could just be one of those people who are on the sidelines doing the barest minimum you know gossiping about others in the workplace and you know doing all sorts of stuff and doing things that people don't know you for it you know someone is watching people have opinions about you and that's why you really also have to always take feedback seriously some people you know have these fancy quotes where they say don't care about what people say about you you know all of those things that are really really funny though but i'll say take feedback seriously and know that someone is always watching you know always give it your best always give it your best um one hot topic in the workplace is office politics and people will say have you experienced office politics before and how do you navigate it as a christian and i'll say that what people really th- the real meaning of office politics of course according to wikipedia is something that resembles using your position to promote or advance your self-interest or agenda and i hear a lot of christians say you cannot miss office politics you just have to play it be wise as you know they have quotes to back it up and here's how i'd say it i won't say that you should be ignorant of office politics but i would say so i'd say watch don't be unaware of your workplace environment but at the same time don't cross that thin line to playing the politics in terms of getting involved because let's face it office politics many times brings it, it it brings a whole lot of package with it sometimes it crosses that line to bitterness malice vengeance you know unhealthy competition um selfish ambitions you know things that we have all been warned by the bible as christians to stay away from so that is what it mostly is we just want to ignore that that doesn't happen but in actual fact when you actively play it the way that the world defines it you find yourself in the middle of this mess so i'm not saying be ignorant of your environment or just act like everybody and everything is is all you know two good issues act like someone who is you know naive but i'm saying that watch be aware be aware because when you have the awareness you're able to navigate it better and one bible verse i think will come in very very handy is in philippians 2 verse 3 to 4 where it says do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit rather in humility value others above yourselves not looking to your own interests but each of you to the interests of others really we when we start practicing these commands we do better because when you put someone's interest above yourself you're not doing things so that you can be the only one who is earning promotions and all of those things that people like to struggle for and i'd like to say that you know the popular verse where they say work as unto the lord when you see the lord literally as your direct supervisor regardless of who your supervisor is it affects how you relate with people how you put on a 
effort into doing your work, it really changes a whole lot of things. And so, you know, that's one key lesson for me. I'd say continue to build relationships because if I think about the things that I haven't done so well during this, my less than six years of working, I'd say I, 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 I got worse, I'd say, with building relationships and maintaining relationships. So I'd say if I have the time, if I could go back and I'm trying to do that now, I would get better at building relationships. And I don't mean just knowing people. For knowing sake, I would say like really get interested in them, um, really care about them and all of those. One more thing that I would also do better is to learn about my business and my industry. So what I mean is beyond doing the day-to-day, really understanding the content of the job, the bigger. So for example, in my case, the banking industry. Because many people have this notion that, you know, I'll leave this soon to move on to the next thing and then they don't absorb themselves enough into what they're doing in terms of really learning the core of that business they're in so that is one thing i'll do better then finally i'll say never stop learning you know i could remember the first time i had a presentation as a graduate associate my slides were really ugly someone on the panel said it and i believe it and i laughed at myself because i knew they were really really ugly my powerpoint slides but now when i look back and see how much i've grown i know that you know, I've actively put in effort to always learn, learn through books, through videos, through courses, always improve yourself. There is an ROI. It may not seem like you're actively growing, but you're actually growing when you look back and see how far you've come. So, so far, it's been an incredible journey. I look forward to see what the next few years or the next many years would bring. And I'm really happy at how far God has brought me. But I want to say one thing, I said it, I I touched hints, I gave hints of it, and I would say it categorically. When you put your hand in God's hand and allow him to lead you in your career and your work, you will love yourself and God more for it. You will appreciate that you took that decision on time. For me, it wasn't like I started that journey and I said, God, please, you know, come And it wasn't like I invited him, if I say so myself. But I saw that he started leading me. I would pray, of course, but I didn't actively, you know, say, oh, help me with my deliverables and all of that. But I saw quite early how he turned things in my favor, how he's leading me, teaching me things. And I simply fell in step with him. And the places that he has taken me to is quite incredible very incredible so i'll say i've had an incredible career journey so far and i look forward to the many years ahead and really i hope and wish that you will find yourself in tune with god in your career and that he's also going to take you to places where you least expect thank you for sticking with me and bye bye